Welcome everyone to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. Now here's your hosts, Justin and Brandon. Take it away, boys. Welcome, foolish mortals, to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything that is horror. And we are your hosts. My name is Justin. And my name is Brandon. Welcome to the show. Hi, welcome in. We're happy to have you here. Um, I wonder if any of our listeners are as aghast as I am with Justin going back to old form. Yeah. It's been a long time since you punned us in, dude. <laughs> well, this lends itself so much to it. Like, I it could does. not. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, is I generally... I know you pride yourself on your creativities and your mm-hmm. your ability to whip these kind of things up, so I'm yeah. surprised... I thought of this like a week ago, but still. Okay. No, it's good. <laughs> I... I it, it, I got a little nostalgic there. I'm like, oh, he, he brought us in. <laughs> so, sweet. Yes. But, hello, everybody. Welcome in. We're happy to have you here. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're, yeah, just trying to get in the, the spirits of Halloween. I should, like, I've been down on the horror movies over the past couple weekends. You're doing better than I am. I haven't, dude, I've watched this and Buffy. Go figure. I have, dude, I've, I'm going to be honest with you. I have been um, sucked into a game called New World. If any of our horror fans out there are into the gamings and all that kind of stuff, then you know what I'm talking about. Hmm. But that's like what I did because we recently watched this movie. And so I was watching and uh, questing at the same time. It kind of feels like World of Warcraft. But no, I, (laughs) dude, as soon as I messaged you and said I just got home, Hmm. like the movie was done at five o'clock. I'm like, okay, I gotta settle a few things around the house. Yeah, no, I dude, I as soon as I got home, we we can blame staff meetings on that one. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I'm up to uh, thirteen movies so far, including God the damn including Buffy and Haunted Mansion and some, you know Disney dude, we're shorts. Six and days stuff. in, that's 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 two a day plus. Well, I started not like not last weekend, but the weekend before. So like mm. I start, I got an early start in sep- end of September. That's fair. I was gonna say, man, you you pop it out two a day, oh. and I like it. You're doing Try what I wanted to do, and I haven't even started yet a weekend. <laughs> Fuck. But speaking of a weekend, let's get into this movie, The Haunted Weekend Mansion. Adventure. I I just discovered this like what a month ago. I started blowing this movie up. Yeah, uh, I'd say a month, month, month and a half. Yeah, basically. So Disney Plus released uh, Behind the Attractions, which was a behind-the-scenes look at all their different rides, and one of them was Haunted Mansion. I watched that and went, that's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, Yeah. they made a movie that I never watched. (laughs) So then I watched the movie and loved it. And And I think... Go ahead. I think if you watch Behind the Attraction and see what that ride is and then watch the movie, it's like, oh, okay, I get this and this and that. And it's that mix of goofy and horror that I think works really well in this movie. That's fair. Um, So I remember when I told you I watched it the first time, I Mm -hmm. was watching it with my five-year-old and I was more so paying attention to her and I was trying to watch her reactions and stuff like that. I was more invested in that because I'm like, when I saw that that movie was on there, I'm like, this is perfect. This is a kid's movie that she can watch. That way I'm not like, hey, watch Child's Play with me, you know, or something like that. Something that's actually meant for kids. 
Right. And so I didn't pay as much attention as I probably obviously should have, but watching it today, even though I was half paying attention again, I enjoyed it more so the second time around. I knew what to expect. Um, I wasn't, there wasn't any expectations because they'd already either been set or met. And so I just watched the movie um, on my uh, second monitor over here. And mm -hmm. yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I was talking about it at work today and I was saying that I'm like, I can't believe we're doing this before we talk about Casper because <laughs> Casper is the one that's got the spot in, in, in my growing ups with my little sister and all that. But, oh yeah, me too. I just don't own it. Oh, I mean, you do, but uh, I haven't yeah, bought it yet. I, I do have it. Um, there's actually uh, horror sales DVDs. on Voodoo's. Maybe I do have it. You might. If not, you have access to my Voodoo, I believe. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I was like, man, I don't know why we're not covering that one first. And then I watch it again. I'm like, you know, this isn't bad. And here's the other reason we're doing this first. Originally, so we're in our October Blitz or whatever the fuck we call this October <laughs> where we do four movies in a row. This is originally, our normal. This, yeah, the, yeah, what it used to be before it became the norm. Yeah. Originally, uh, I was going to do the latest, greatest uh, set of Treehouse from Simpsons. Mm -hmm. But the reason I moved this up, which I guess in a way it doesn't matter because the new Treehouse is on Sunday, but on Friday, this Friday, is the Muppets Haunted Mansion on Disney+. Plus. That's right, and that's what I'm going to show to my daughter too because I, I did, like I, like I said, I was watching this at my desk and my daughter came in. She's like, oh, I remember this movie, Dad. And <laughs> I was like, yeah, you, we watched it together. And she's like, yeah, it's got all the ghosts. And then she stood there and watched it, you know, half of it with me. Mm -hmm. Um but she also is a big fan of Muppet Babies. And so my wife and I introduced her to the actual Muppets and all that kind of stuff. The one with um, Ricky Gervais was, mm. I think, the, in it. And now that they have the the Haunted Mansion Muppets coming out, she is going to freak. Yeah. I'm Absolutely. excited. Yeah. And there's also a reboot coming, which we'll talk about later on. Ooh, we got some we got some stuff to talk about. Let's go. <laughs> so for those that haven't seen it, as we've said, it's available on Disney Plus. Go subscribe now if you haven't yet. There's a lot of cool uh, Disney Halloween stuff going right now. Yeah, they have a Lego Star Wars frightful thing going on too in yeah. there. Yeah, I haven't watched that one yet either. My daughter did. I didn't yet. Hmm. Uh, a realtor's wife and children are summoned to a mansion which they soon discover is haunted and while they attempt to escape he learns an important lesson about the family he has neglected Ooh. yeah <laughs> it feels like um it feels like hook meets casper yeah a little bit <laughs> check your pulse at the door if you have one oh <laughs> those taglines dude let's okay okay it's not bad Directed by Rob Minkoff, written by David uh, Berenbaum, based on the Haunted Mansion, Disney Parks Ride. Stars Eddie Murphy, of course, Terrence Stamp, which I was happy to see. Yeah. Zod himself. Mm-hmm. So good. <laughs> He's such an asshole. He's such a good asshole. I know. And it doesn't even have to, like, it's Rumsley. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, just nails it. Uh, Wallace Shawn, another great, Marsha Thomason, and Jennifer Tilly, which surprised yeah. me. She did a good job. I usually find her irritating. But really? She was, yeah. I mean, it depends on the movie, but like when she was in Frasier, 
briefly. Oh. I was like, eh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's Fran Drescher. I know, but like the like Jennifer Tilly is known for a few things, and one of them is her voice. This is true. Uh, released Oops. November twenty sixth, two thousand three, with a budget of ninety million and a box office of one hundred eighty two point three million. So not okay. Ninety million. I mean, what year again? Sorry. Two thousand three. Okay, so I mean, I'm twenty years old. This movie came out. Jesus. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to think. Ninety million is quite a bit. I well, mean, there's a lot of perspective, CG. though. There's a lot of CG, and it actually yeah. doesn't look bad. No, I think it all looks really good. The ghosts, especially when they're going through the graveyard, I think mm-hmm. that's the best scene in the movie. Hands down. You can't, yeah. You can, can you see us? Absolutely not. And <laughs> you know, the little deep Roy. I love his voice. It's so good. And he's like, no, he can't see us. Oh my god, he's psychic. <laughs> so good. Uh, for a little bit of context as to why this movie uh, kind of went by the wayside in the Disney world, this is the same year Pirates of the Caribbean came out, the first one. <laughs> uh, wow. And I wrote yeah. down that that had a budget of $140 million and a box office of $654.3 million. That's a, Yeah, that's a lot of money for yeah. 2003. So comparatively, this was eh, nowhere near no, what Pirates still- did, and it just kind of went away yeah but i mean you think about like if, if pirates didn't come out that year like yeah that's a almost thing. 200 like, million dollars is nothing to sneeze at i yeah. mean the budget's high mm-hmm. but if you think it like obviously the budget I mean. yeah i mean it didn't triple it no like um pirates almost did but like and that's still, the thing like i think in any other year like if this came out in 2002 it would have been like a high mark disney movie but yeah. after Pirates just dominated, and then a few months... They did to themselves. They like played May. themselves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the mansion scenes were filmed at Sable Ranch in Santa Clarita, California. The main building was constructed over a period of weeks, while the cupola and whatever that is, and chimneys on the top of the mansion were computer-generated. Oh, okay. Yeah. The rest of the film was shot in New Orleans and surrounding areas. The mansion's architecture is Renaissance-influenced with a mix of antebellum and Dutch colonial revival architecture, obviously. Mm, uh, one, evi- <laughs> yeah. one evidence of this is the exterior design, which is a mix-up of the attraction's exteriors in both Disneyland and Walt Disney World, with the iron-slash-glass uh, conservatory being a nod to the latter. Right. Hmm. Uh, the costume and special effects designers wanted the ghost characters to become, quote, more dead the farther they were from the mansion. While Ezra and Emma look human in the house, uh, they're, they're leaving, it causes them to become blue and transparent. The zombies hmm. in the mausoleum were described as the deadest as they are farthest away. Yeah. They look great, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, like... the. Watching this movie, there was no moment to where I'm like, okay, that doesn't look so great. Like, sometimes you'll get those films where you'll have, like, you can tell they really put the effort into this scene. That's where mm-hmm. a good part of the budget went, and everything else is, like, serviceable. Yeah. But, like, I think this the movie- only time it kind of falters is the end when Terrence Stamp gets sucked to hell by the fire snake thing. That okay, was a little yeah. off, but 
otherwise, I mean, falling in a movie pre this year, basically, like, <laughs> looks bad. Well, the, the only thing that really popped out to me to where I'm like, okay, that kind of looks, I wouldn't say hokey, but when they're in the mausoleum and the hands start to come out of mm. the coffins and all that kind of stuff, that was probably what stood out to me the most. I'm like, yeah, those don't look anything like... Like, you could tell that those are just obviously CG, but... Yeah, well, not CG. even that, but just, like, it, like you could almost see, like, the outline of the CG. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not, like, Mortal Kombat Annihilation bad. Sure. But it's, like... It's not as seamless. Well, and it's tough, because, again, going back to Pirates that came out the same year, it had walking, talking skeletons, and they looked amazing. Yeah, it... Yeah. So, I mean, in comparison, it's like, it's close, but there are some points it's where good. it's like not quite there, but... Well, the, so the walkings, like, the walking skeletons in Mansion, when they're, like, coming up the stairs and, you mm-hmm. know, they're like, open the door, open the door, like, dude, I, that looked damn near pirate's quality to, me, like, yeah. level, just the CG of, like, the hands coming out of the, the caskets or the coffins mm-hmm. uh, was probably the only one that really stood out was like, ooh, that looks fake but overall like and and surprisingly with a 50 million dollars less to make than what pirates was Mm -hmm. well and i mean pirates is pretty sprawling and they had a lot of outdoor and big boats and shit but right which i mean that's not expensive and they had to pay for johnny depp (laughs) yeah yeah that's true uh, Rick Baker, the chief costume designer, did the prosthetic makeup for the zombies in the mausoleum using skull heads for the zombie design. He also designed one of the zombies as an elderly man holding a cane in order for the mausoleum scene not to be too frightening to viewers. No, Isn't that nice? How special. I, it is pretty scary, though. I mean, that's why I wanted to do this, because it actually is... Like, there were scenes in this movie, and we'll talk about it in a minute... That are like, wow, this is a Disney movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you first Damn. told me about it at lunch, I'm like, okay, that's in that's in a Disney movie. Yeah. Okay, fair I mean, enough. They killed deer and fish and all sorts of other things too, but yeah, still. but you don't necessarily like see him hanging from the <laughs> yeah rafters. I was uh, I didn't want to steal your thunder. It's your episode, so I was sure. going to let you drop the big bomb. But yeah, to see somebody. Just hanging around, <laughs> like, it's like I'm like, it's Disney. <laughs> On Rotten Tomatoes, the film has a rating of 14%, which is just ridiculous, based on 140 it's... reviews and an average rating Ooh, of 4.2 to 10. Uh, the site's critical consensus reads, neither scary nor funny. The Haunted Mansion is a life is as lifeless as the ghosts in the movie. Brutal. <laughs> That's Metac- brutal. I know. On the on Metacritic, the film has a score of 34 out of 100, based on 34 critics, indicating generally unfavorable reviews. Audience mm-hmm. polled by CinemaScore gave the film an average of a B, which isn't bad, okay. on yeah. an A-plus to F scale. I... Hmm. Uh, I see why they... I, I, I get it. Part of me, like... So... If I would have saw this movie in 2000, I probably wouldn't have given any shits for it. And I didn't see it until very recently myself. I just yeah. never had the desire to. Um, yeah, me either. And I even like Eddie Murphy. Like Eddie Murphy and Eddie, Eddie Murphy in films 
then is kind of like Will Smith in films now. Like right. Eddie Murphy was just so huge. Mm-hmm. Like he was it. And well, so that's I'm why like, I never watched it. It was like, oh, it's Eddie Murphy. Like I've seen Eddie Murphy be Eddie Murphy a million times. I don't really yeah. want to watch it again. If I want to watch that, I'm going to watch Nutty Professor. Right. But you know? he's not as Eddie Murphy in this movie as I feared he would be. He gets and close. He does. <laughs> like that fucking, that trademark cheesy ass big grin that he does in yeah. everything. Like I, lo- I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Especially, but when I was watching this and it showed the flyers and it showed their faces when it did the zoom up and then turned into him in the house. I'm like, mm-hmm. God damn it. This is, this is a, oh, okay. And that, like, that was really, for me, like, the biggest Murphy moment. Yeah, there were a couple times where it was a bit too theatrical and reactive, but I think he paired it back enough to where it's just, it's also a fun Disney haunted house movie. So you have to put that into consideration, too. Yeah. Uh, yep. As promised, the upcoming reboot in August 2020, it was announced that writer Katie DePold, is how I'm going to say that, would write a new screenplay and that Dan Lin and Jonathan Elric would co-produce. In April 2021, Justin Simon signed on as director. The project will be a joint production between Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures and Rideback, which I've never heard of. I've heard of Rideback. Yeah. Uh, in July 2021, details emerged with the premise focusing on a single mom named Gabby and her son purchasing the estate and hiring a tour guide, a psychic, a priest, and a historian to help, help exercise the ghosts. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tiffany Haddish and Lakeith Stanfield entered negotiations for the roles of the psychic and tour guide characters, respectively. On September 1st, 2021, it was announced that not only were Haddish and Steinfeld officially cast, but that production would begin later that month under the working title Joyride. So, it's already in production, like, as we speak. And shortly afterwards, Owen Wilson and Rosario, Rosario Dawson joined the cast. Yeah! So nope. it's shaping up. I yeah. Um, I was trying to look. I've heard of Ryback, and I was trying to look up and see what else they've been a part of. And the only thing I could find is the WWE wrestler Ryback, which I had a feeling that was what was going to happen. Sure. But um, I love Owen Wilson. Yeah, I just got an I, Owen Wilson action figure. Uh, yeah, we were talking about it pre <laughs> pre episode. Like, yeah. yeah, you got wow, you got oh, it. Wow. And um, I'm a big fan. Um, mm-hmm. It's been a long time since we've really seen him a whole lot of stuff. He was fantastic in Loki. Yeah, like really, really good. Like it was, it was nice to see Owen Wilson not be Owen Wilson. Yeah, which is kind of weird to say because, but he's like similar to that. He's Owen Wilson in every movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The There's wedding a very, crashers. It's very rare that he is an actual character and not yeah. just himself. And that's what was so great in Loki. Let's yeah. see. We are Marvel for our recap of that. There we it blow is. Blow him up all over the place. Yeah, but yeah. He's I mean, so good. I'm sh- and I'm sure he's going to be super Owen Wilson in this because. Mm. But you never know. But Rosaria Dawson's also in that, and I will watch yeah. anything she does as well. So yeah, she's fantastic. She's so good. Uh, some fun facts before we get into the thing. There are five hidden Mickey's 
in the movie, the most notable ones being the padlock on the mansion's gates, the second when an executioner's axe nearly hits Jim, and a third which is briefly seen when Ramsley pours the poison in the goblet of wine during the wedding. Uh, two other hidden Mickeys are the couch in the library and the windows on the doors Jim passes when he flees Madame Leota's chamber with a ghostly musical band chasing him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That sounded like a lot of Mickeys. It's not not bad for one movie. I mean, they even snuck some into some of the Marvel stuff, if you look close. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> 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 I mean, the fucking movie there, uh, guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 I think I do. Whenever I think of that, I think of um, the, the episode of South Park with um, mm. the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. You're gonna fucking put that purity ring on, huh? I'm gonna <laughs> kick your fucking ass. <laughs> like it's. <laughs> it's <laughs> oh great. my god, it's so good. Uh, before leaving the mansion via ghost carriage to find the mausoleum, Ezra exclaims, uh, "There's always my way." A pivotal line of dialogue from the attraction. Oh, that's good. I was going to say, because, of course, in the movie, he was like, unspeakable, unspeakable. <laughs> and I get it. It's inconceivable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, okay. It's a, okay. I, I love it. I love Princess Bride. Yeah. But, like, the unspeakable, I was just like, oh, nice nod. No, it had to be. It had I was, to be I was hoping for a Toy Story nod, because he's also uh, Rex. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's right. And if you've ever watched Young Sheldon, he's great in that. I haven't, but it's actually been talked about in the office at work lately. And so I'm kind of. It's a very good show, and he does an amazing job. Okay. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about it, and I love Big Bang. Um, Honestly, I think. So I just finished Mayor of Town last night, and I thought I had it figured out. And then I watched the last episode, which is why I didn't watch the movie yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I feel like an idiot because I was talking about work. I'm like, yeah, they told me they said who the killer was and this and that. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay, I, I don't know what they're going to do next episode. But, yeah, I got it all figured out. And then I'm just like, huh. You're I see wrong. why I won a bunch of awards because <laughs> you pulled some sneakies on me. Um <laughs> But I'm going to watch Squid Games next. Cause yeah, people that's getting are just, a lot of hubbub right now. Yeah, I have seen... Yeah, it's just crazy. Everyone's talking about it at work. It's all over the internet. Um, mm. People who I didn't expect to watch it were like, oh my God, it's so good. And so mm. I have to watch it. Have you heard anything or know anything about it? No, just that it's I'll talk, a thing we'll, going we'll talk on about right about it. Yeah, I'll, talk, we'll t- I'll tell you about it later. But it's yeah. uh, interesting. Uh, this was the first film to air on Disney Channel to contain any profanity besides hell or damn. It also contained the phrase, big-ass termites, uttered by Jim when he sees the breathing door. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the opening scene of the film, Nathaniel Park had great difficulty trying to carry Marsha Thompson up the staircase, which is shown on the expression on his face. Uh, this was due to her slippery silk dress. Ah, uh, Okay. <laughs> Uh, Much of the film's plot is inspired by Phantom Manor, the version of the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland Resort Paris, unlike the Haunted Mansions in the other parks. Uh, Phantom Manor has a clear storyline of a bride who lost... uh, a bride, her lost lover, and her haunting the mansion. Ooh. The Dapper Dan's, a barbershop quartet that performs in Disneyland's Main Street, USA, make a special appearance as the voice of the singing bus. I 
fucking love those guys, man. <laughs> I, I was so glad. To, we'll talk more about it later, but I was so glad that they put them in. Yeah, I had no idea, and I'm watching, like, um, that was a highlight again of watching it. I was just like, ah, oh, that quartet, so good. Mm-hmm. So good. <laughs> They're funny, too. Uh, yeah. The chairs in the dining room were later added to both the Disneyland Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean attractions. In the Haunted Mansion, the chair appears in a portrait of the updated attic belonging to one of the bride's murdered husbands. In both the updated versions of the Disneyland and Magic Kingdom Pirates attractions, it is the it is in the final treasure room seen as the chair Captain Jack Sparrow is sitting in. Ooh, cool. Yeah. Uh, the Gracie family that haunts the Haunted Mansion is named for Yale Gracie, one of the original Imagineers, which is a Disney designer, of the mm, Disneyland yeah. ride, which opened in 1969. How oh, cool. Two more. Uh, following no, the massive no success problem, of Ghostbusters, Disney greenlit the film in the mid-1980s. At first, they would only give permission for the film to be made if Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, or Rick Moranis would play the lead role. Hmm. So That's they cool. wanted their own Ghostbusters with an actual Ghostbuster. <laughs> Fair. The last one, Madame Leota, the medium whose head is enclosed in her crystal ball, was named for Imagineer Leota Toombs, who worked on numerous Disneyland projects in the 1960s. How cool. Yeah. That's the one thing I love. Um, they do a lot of um, like nods like that, like yeah. kind of immortalizing people mm-hmm. in that kind of aspect. It, it's awesome. Yeah. If you have a chance and you have Disney Plus, watch the behind the attractions for Haunted Mansion. Like it's I'm gonna have super to cool. It's a it's very interesting and a lot of fun. So without much Sounds further like ado, let's get into you. this. We already talked about it before, but it's a Disney movie that begins Romeo and Juliet style with a double suicide. Yeah. Like what? Fucking suicide! <laughs> murder! <laughs> Fucking double murder! Double I'm self-murder! I'm the murder train! Go- <laughs> self-murder! <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a heavy way to start a movie. And yeah, that I mean, was actually the way you explained it to me. You're like, it's so heavy as yeah. a kid's movie. And I'm just yeah. like... How heavy can it be? And then I'm like, murder. (laughs) (laughs) Double murder. Yeah. It is crazy. I mean, I love that it opens like I opened the show with Welcome Foolish Mortals to the Haunted Mansion. I forgot about that. It's great. And Mm. they even do the voice, which is nice. The opening, you know, CG of everything dancing around is a little hokey, but mixed in with the double suicide it's like it doesn't really fucking matter because yeah two people just died yep and that opens our freaking story yeah becomes the focus yeah so they're brought to the house to sell it and the only thing that kind of bugs me about the dynamic between eddie murphy and his wife is that they're both realtors working for the same realtor company like it's theirs and she's pissed that he's always selling houses which is their livelihood and it's like i just want you to stop selling houses yeah and and it's like and i get that and all Mm -hmm. but it's like this is our our business like you get how this works and we need to you know strike while the iron's hot Right. And then we and have it's a housing exactly, crisis that, you know, decimates the housing market. Right. And it's, 
literally, you sold a house and you're walking out and someone's like, hey, we want to buy a house. And it's like, sorry, as much as I want your business, if I do not go home, my wife's going to be upset with me, who is also my partner in business. So you think she'd understand (laughs) that I'm selling you a house on top? Yeah, it's just... I get where she's coming from. Yeah, and I get uh, the plot th- device because you have to have him learn a lesson about family and shit. But mm-hmm. but the dude sold seven houses in a month. Yeah, that's, that's not too shabby. A decent amount of houses, like based on my watching of Modern Family, where uh, <laughs> Ty Burrell's character is also a realtor. I'd say that's pretty good numbers. <laughs> well, yeah, he's selling one like every fucking four or five days. I can still hear you, Justin. Perfect timing because Ty Burrell. Um, I can still hear you rustling in the background. I don't. There's. I have nothing for tonight, man. I have everything turned off. My daughter is watching television through <laughs> non-Wi-Fi devices. There is nothing connected right now. God damn it. But Maybe it is I can edit. Well, I can edit this all out because you yeah. literally the last thing you said was you were talking about Ty Burrell and he doesn't sell anything. Mm-hmm. So if you hit your next point, I can cut all this out and it's seamless. Okay, I'm watching. Okay. So they're brought to this amazing mansion that has a giant cemetery in the backyard, a little CGE, but it still looked creepy and cool. Yeah, it, it looked really cool. Definitely kind of a hard thing to sell. Yeah. But then we get into the house, which is amazing, and we meet Terrence Stamp's creepy butler, Ramsley. And like we yeah. said at the beginning of the show, like he is just great. Like Zod aside, as the creepy butler who's up to no good, he is just perfect. Yeah, he dude, that guy, he adds. Okay, so when it comes to, like, actors and stuff like that, like, Terrence Stamp isn't necessarily, like, a name that stands out. But when you see his face, you recognize it, and then he just brings this intensity to it that it fucking works. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably have to IMDb him to see what else he's in aside from Superman and this. Right. But it's, it's one of those names that when I see it, I go, oh, it's Terrence Stamp. Right. So, we get our ghostly, cool, haunted themes coming in here with the bright ghost ball in the kids' room, which is classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, they're staying in the room, and they're that like you know he's smelling the the fucking booze and mm-hmm. brushing his hair with a brush that's probably been there for God knows how long, <laughs> and it's just like, but then that little ball, like yeah, that orb shows up, and it's like, oops. <laughs> Yeah, and then the ghost shit really starts to kind of ramp up. And, of course, there's a secret bookcase door. Um, They did the changing paintings, which is a thing from the ride, which is Mm -hmm. awesome. There were a lot of cool nods. Again, watch the Disney Plus thing. There's a lot of cool nods in this to the ride. Um, The moving busts as they, you know, their heads turned as he walked past is something that they do. And Madame Leota is part of the ride. And it like the ride because there were these two different on the ride there were these two different imagineers that were creating it and one of them wanted to make it super dark and creepy and one wanted to make it fun and disney and right. so 
it's one of those things that started dark and then got light towards the end and that's something that this does really well is that it kind of weaves in between super dark you know ghost haunted house shit and disney fun right so we find out that sarah is master gracie's deceased love elizabeth Mm -hmm. i think it's funny that they had two main uh, actresses characters named uh, elizabeth in the same year because that's uh, Keira Knightley's character in Pirates. That's right. Yeah, Elizabeth yeah. Swan. Yeah, that's a that's a <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. That's just lazy writing. It, no, not from Disney. <laughs> Come on, stop that. I know. I'm sorry. Masters are reusing their own cells and you know stuff like that, like animations. Like, why would they not be like, fuck right. it, it's Elizabeth. It's the year of Elizabeth. <laughs> so if you were born in 2003. Let us know. Be like, hey, yeah, I was named after that. Or I named my <laughs> daughter after that. Like, let us know. Probably the uh, Kira Knightley version, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> I'm trying to... There was some special I was watching or some documentary on Disney, and it showed how often they used the same, like, animated gags in their movies. Yeah, and I just they watched showed this on Facebook. Them. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like, oh, my God. It's true. Yeah. Like, they're like Jungle like, Book and Robin yeah. Hood and all this different stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like, God damn it. Yeah. There's a reason or, I love that scene in every single movie because it's the yeah, same it's thing. A, yeah. It's like <laughs> the same thing. Yeah. You're like, God, like, could you imagine? You'd be like, God, I really liked it in, in Jungle Book, but Robin Hood just, that scene <laughs> was so it. trash. It's so stupid. <laughs> God. That'd be awesome. Uh, but we find out that they've been brought to the mansion so that uh, they can be. Gracie and Elizabeth can be reunited and the spirits of the house can move on. Classic mm-hmm. horror movie trope. Yeah. I, I liked it. I mean, I think it worked. Yeah. I mean, it was... it, it's it's a tried and true trope for a reason because it works. Yeah. You know what and I mean? And especially like... for something, again, Disney affiliated. I don't know what else they could have done to really sell the why you would have them brought to the house. Yeah. I do like that they were... Like, we only want you, Sarah, to come to the house and nobody else. And then yeah, the that, was a ni- that was a nice touch. Gang shows up and they're like, oh. You were told to come alone. <laughs> like, I'll no, do what I want, off. motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not going to go to some creepy mansion in the swamp of New Orleans by myself. Thanks. Are we still, are we still in America? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Oh, uh, so good. So fast forward a lot we're go we're kind of breezing through just doing the uh hot topics of the movie if you really mm-hmm. want to watch it and you should go watch it it's great uh so we get to the ghost filled graveyard and we get the spirit hi- uh, hitchhikers and the singing bus which is all from the ride and mm-hmm. the grinning ghosts come out to socialize song which i the only thing that i don't like about this movie is that they don't let them finish the whole song Okay, that's Like, when fair. I started to hear it, I was like, oh my god, they're doing the song, and then they stopped, and I was like, fuck. They don't even do it in the credits. This is horse shit! <laughs> you yeah. had one job. Just do god the whole fucking song. You were so close. Right there. And speaking of end credit song, that end credit song is just garbage. Mm-hmm. I, I stop <laughs> it before it starts. I just, yeah. I'm like, I'm good. After the first time I watched it, I started to, because I was hoping that they would do the full song in the credits. Oh, when, yeah, when they're, like, they tee it up, like, oh, hey, let's go into the credits, like, you're, you're, yeah. 
We're riding off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. They're already going. Yeah. No, it. And it's the stupid rap horse shit, and I'm like, what? Did th- where did this come from? It's like the kind rapping of, in the new Grinch movie. It's like, yeah, why? or like what they did at the end of um, fucking Thirteen Ghosts. Yeah. And it's like we get it. The nanny is a rapper in real life. That doesn't mean that she has to rap in the credits. <laughs> like, play it the, let it be the second credit song. Like, nobody's there at that point. I don't want to hear that. And like, I don't. I'm not an anti-rapper or anything like no. that. There's some. There's you know. I respect the craft. Yeah, I, I mean, can't when they had it, it in like Into the Spider Verse, like that fit <sighs> perfectly. Like yeah. there was like that song that, that they play at the end when he finally puts on the suit and is jumping off the building for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like that gives me goosebumps every fucking time. Mm-hmm. But in this, it was like, where did that come from? You're like uh, it's just out of left field. <laughs> you know, they're <laughs> a quartet, and then all of a sudden it just starts rapping. You're like. This is not the mashup I was expecting. <laughs> no. These are not the droids I was looking for at all. Take them back. <laughs> Take them back. <laughs> uh, we Hold talked about... Yeah. Okay. Hold that thought. 37 minutes. I'm so sorry. Yeah. How you Oh, yeah, that would do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's only a minute to cut out. That's easy. Okay. All right, next thought. Getting back minutes. Okay. We were talking... I was doing something else, and (laughs) now I'm... No, you're fine. It's it's my bad. You're good to go. Sorry. So we talked about this earlier, but in the tomb, I, I felt like that was probably the most scary scene in the movie absolutely um well i mean ghosts in themselves are creepy and all that kind of stuff but this you have full-fledged skeletons it's a Mm -hmm. different situation altogether like it's one thing to have creepy ghosts and flying instruments and levitating chairs but it's another thing to be chased by a a physical zombie-esque skeleton yeah, because I mean, these ghosts are able to interact with stuff. We see Terrence Stamp, you know, pouring drinks and all sorts of shit. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So I mean, there is something to these ghosts to be able to inflict harm, but none of them really seem to be. Yeah, I mean, the the maid was carrying the cookies. Yeah, like they can physically do stuff, but they never. Yeah, you're right. They never actually did. 
you know, I mean, so the only actual physical danger, aside from Sarah drinking poison at the end, spoilers, is this barrage of skeleton, you know, horde, whatever. Yeah, the actual physical threat of the yeah. film. But, and I it, I think it works. It's cool, and I, I don't know, it's just, I want to talk more about this movie because I loved it so much. Like, I've watched it three times in the past month. Well, like, two yeah, and a half. I'll- because okay. I just kind of yeah. skimmed through it for the notes, but I don't know. It's tough to to put it into words. The joy the haunted mansion now brings me. I've really gotten into a ghost like mindset. Like I'm really loving ghost movies lately. Yeah. Well, you've been talking about that for literal like months. <laughs> yeah. Even more so. Like I think I think um, Amityville Horror is what set you down the path and mm. you've been just riding that yeah the shining just riding that ghostly wave <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that True. i don't know what it is but it's it's definitely become my go-to horror over the past like year because yeah. I, I don't know there's just something about it that seems creepier and spookier than because like i'm not a big zombie person mm-hmm you know, I I like vampires and shit. I guess, but I'm not right. Big on but monsters. ghosts they have kind of like a, a like a nostalgia factor though too. Yeah. Like ghosts and goblins and ghouls and all that kind of stuff. Like when you think of Halloween and you know that like is what I think of. It's I don't think of Michael Myers. Well, I mean obviously I do, but I don't think of like the horror titans. You know, the slasher so much. side. Yeah, like I, I think of more of like your. Your retros, your you know your your Frankenstein's and your mm-hmm. witches and your skeletons and your ghosts and pumpkins and all that kind of stuff to where like I like I one hundred percent get that vibe and yeah it's a good one to have. Well, that's, I mean, ghost stories just have this ambiance, whether it's a Crimson Peak or something modern like a Paranormal Activity. Like there's this constant on the edge of your seat feeling of not knowing what's going to happen next because with a ghost like a slasher there are so many tropes that you see all the time in every slasher movie right but with a ghost you never really know what they're gonna do well there are tropes like, but right but they're like with ghosts like people believe in ghosts um you yeah. know you have your skeptics you have your believers like um, there's, or you just, the in-betweens where you're like, I'm, I don't know, maybe I've never encountered anything, which is kind of mm. like myself. Like, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. It's like, I right. want to believe cause that, yeah. you know, could be a good thing, I suppose, but yeah, but like it, you can't discredit it. You can't like, like Sam is not going to run by my door with his lollipop, but a ghost could float like a ghost floating by my door is so much more likely mm-hmm. than a tiny pumpkin head guy you know what i mean or my, like that's Michael because Myers we respect e- the traditions of halloween Brandon. yeah so yeah and we very <laughs> much so do but like a ghost is so much more believable than a masked psychopath because even though we have serial killers in this day and age like they're not out there wearing costumes hmm. well you know what i mean that's an interesting point and something one day we should discuss on this show because it is it's true, like, there aren't really any serial killers that have a gimmick or a mask or a thing. That's just a movie thing, and it, it started with Michael Myers. Maybe well, Norman Bates, a little. 
yeah the but wig, I'm, like but... i mean so i mean we can definitely say like um a Leatherface, a Myers, even Jason. Even if yeah. Jason is, you know, we all we listen to the episode. If you don't, it, it has its origin. J- uh, My- Jason Voorhees is a a powerhouse of a character, regardless mm-hmm. of its origins. But um, those three, and they're like really cat- cat- catapulted it because, like, you have other films that obviously weren't as successful, but those kind of launched it into the stratosphere. And I don't know if we've had any sort of costumed killers since what the Zodiac, you know, because he had like mm-hmm. the mask and all that. And like the, the bullseye or whatever it was on his, like yeah. everybody else has just kind of been, some dude. you know, Burko at some of son of Sam is, you know, just himself. Same with Bundy and Dahmer and all those guys. Like, yeah. I would, I guess, I, it does draw more attention to yourself if you're it in a wacky costume, unless it's Halloween. But anyway, yeah. so in this movie, <laughs> we just fell down a, gl- a glorious rabbit hole right there. I don't know. Well, I gotta pad the episode a little bit. It's going fast. <laughs> Forty-five minutes in. Yeah, with some gaps. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, so the whole crux of this is they must, Eddie Murphy must get the key the chest which is in the tomb and then they have to get to the chest to open it to find the thing that must be read which is this the actual love note from elizabeth and it turns out that she didn't kill herself what we've been led to believe this entire movie including the beginning credits is a lie that right she i don't remember what the actual note all said but essentially it's i love you and you're great and let's just be together whereas the fake note was I can't do this, and I'm done. I'm drinking this poison, and it turns out that Ramsley, big shock, the butler did it. They even <laughs> used that joke in the movie. The butler did the it. The butler did it. <laughs> butler did it. The butler did it. <laughs> what a shock. Oh, the creepiest guy in the movie is the actual killer. I, I don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, oh, come don't on, Don't you, guy. though? Pretty sure yeah, you there's do. Yeah, there's only, like, three people... Four people we've encountered in this house. The other three are quite lovely. Yeah, and even as stoic and creepy as the master himself is, like mm-hmm. he's just... My curiosity with this is he saw um, Elizabeth when they got there, when they first got there, he's like, oh, you know, you you absolutely can't leave him. You guys must stay. Mm-hmm. But he's like looking at her, but like, is he in disbelief or like what's going on? Because he doesn't go right into saying, hey, you're my beloved. Like if he really thought that she was dead and gone and came back, he would he not have like shit his pants when she walked in the door to be like, oh, fuck, she's back. Well, and <laughs> like, I think so essentially what this seems to be is that when uh, when Gracie kills himself over elizabeth's death memories it haunts the house and makes it so that all of the spirits in the house can't leave and the idea and i don't think ramsley realized that was would be a thing right and so when ramsley died i assume of natural causes Mm -hmm. he was also stuck in the house 
and couldn't leave. And he's like, well, this is horse shit. Like, I've been a butler my entire life. I'd like yeah. to do something other than that with my afterlife. Thank you. Yeah. How long have you been a butler? Too fucking long. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Bit too much. <laughs> yep. Alfred done. Yep. And so, essentially, I think what happens is he found the Evers flyer, which that little kid shit himself and dropped all over their front steps. Well, yeah, he got a fucking sonic boom to the face of fucking ghost. Yeah. <laughs> and I assume it's Ramsley saw that flyer and went, ooh, here we go. We get the master to marry this chick and it's a very corpse bride she must be dead for them to be wed i didn't mean to rhyme there it just happened and hey, you're a poet and you didn't even know it or did i Maybe. I actually just watched corpse i've never bride seen corpse bride it's good so it's on I've heard hbo it's max i think I... yeah yeah okay i watched it like two nights ago nice. it's no nightmare before christmas but it's, no of course not it's a good movie right anyway so they have to get married in order to break the curse and they all ascend into the heavens. Right. What they don't realize is Eddie Murphy is smarter than he looks. And with the help <laughs> of Jennifer Tilly, they're going to break this thing wide open. Who who would have thought? <laughs> Eddie, the, dynamic the powerhouse duo. team of, of Eddie Murphy and Jennifer Tilly <laughs> cracking the case. Never thought I'd say it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> but she, Sarah does accidentally sip a little bit of poison, which is unfortunate. And she right. does die-ish, kind of, but mm -hmm. is brought back. Yeah. Um, But Jim gives Gracie the real note, and he's like, what the French toast to Ramsley? <laughs> what the frog rock's going on here? <laughs> you lint liquor. <laughs> It's a stupid commercial, I wasn't but ready I like for that. It. <laughs> you what? Said it's a stupid commercial, but I like it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I guess I talked about it earlier. The only thing that I thought was a bit strange, because I'm rewatching it a third time the other night to get the notes, I was like, how does Ramsley die? And then mm -hmm. I saw the big fire snake, and I went, oh, yeah. There, there it is. There it is. <laughs> that's that's the only thing that like I get you have to dispatch of Ramsley and if you're not a Ghostbuster how are you going to do that? Right. But fine, it's Disney magic. I'll let that one thing slide. And in true Harry Potter fashion, they you know you have to get the clue to read the clue to know the clue, and if you already know, then you don't need to be asked. But if you need to ask, you don't. You'll never right. know. And <laughs> <laughs> they find the note which unleashes the real Elizabeth, who, big twist, is the ghost ball from the kids' room that's been just floating around doing shit the whole movie. Right. And thankfully, Gracie and Elizabeth get reunited and everybody gets to float away. It was a cool visual seeing all the spirits flying out of the house. I know you're distracted yeah. with your phone, but... No, I'm not that distracted <laughs> with my phone. My wife's like, what are we doing for dinner? Um, it is kind of that nice blue light. Everybody ascends to the heavens and, mm -hmm. you know, beautiful ending. But, like... It's a Disney At movie. the same time, it did kind of feel like it was kind of just 
the dropout, you know, I don't know if I expected a little more razzle dazzle or what, but it was kind of, I don't want to say anticlimactic, huh? A little wrapped up a little too neatly for you. Yeah, I don't, I didn't expect there to be any hangups, but like, I don't know. I'm all I picture in my mind and I just watched this movie is just the black space and the blue light. And it's like, okay. Like, I don't know, the movie is such a spectacle, and mm-hmm. them ascending to heaven is basically just a dark room with a with a blue boom tube. Sure. You know? But, I mean, <laughs> like, the spectacle comes when, they're, when it's the outside wide shot, and all of the spirits from the graveyard right. are floating. Right, that up. was That's a nice amazing. touch. Yeah. That's the cool part. Everything else is just like, okay, all these characters that we've known along the way mm-hmm. get their happy ending. And exactly, and that's a, and like that's exactly how I feel about that. One hundred percent. But that's like, the the part that makes it better for me is the outside shot where it's yeah, it's not and just you see yeah, it's not just this group. It's everybody that's attached to this house. The part I and didn't a like lot. is the very ending, not just the shitty rap at the end, but them driving off in literally into the sunset on this <laughs> long ass freeway with zero other cars. Mm-hmm. Which is impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it looks like a, a bridge in Florida is what it looks like. Yeah, and yeah. these singing busts, and it's like it was. It, again, it's Disney, so I can't <laughs> shit on it too much for having. Nor that, would you. No, <laughs> for having that happy, you know, Oshucks ending. Yeah, but I don't know how else they could have done it either. I no. I'm sure if you sat down and you thought about it, you could probably come up with something. Yeah, but you know, I mean, that, but it, it's quick and it's to the point, and mm-hmm. they're going on their adventure. It's exactly what they should have done from the start, and so it makes sense to wrap it up in that sense to just be like, yeah, we're driving off it in, into the sunset as a family with Leota in the back, mm-hmm. fucking the singing heads on the you know <laughs> on the back of the van, and just happy ending everything's good yeah i was trying to look up quickly how long the movie is 129 minutes i should have just asked you i yeah i just i just watched it (laughs) (laughs) because i was like okay i'm starting it at 340 what time does that mean it's going to be done right 510 um (laughs) okay we started like 520 517 like not bad let's Let's do it do it do it yeah i mean it's for an hour 29 movie and that includes credits that's that does include credits yes i mean that's as good as i think it's gonna get and I, it's really about as much closure as you get in any haunted house movie is yep whatever the big deal is comes at peace or not and then whoever mm-hmm. was unfortunate enough to stumble upon the house fucks off to somewhere else right. yeah that's true that's this true. is just Disney-fied with some singing at the end. Yeah, which was great until it became not great. Yeah. <laughs> but we already yeah, shit on no, that. Yeah, no, I enjoy this movie. Um, yeah. I don't know when I'll watch it again because there's just so many staples that I try to hit this time of year that I haven't even started yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the I one I've I watched want- Halloween before you. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> I haven't watched anything, but like I said, I've been kind of consumed... And I've probably seen Halloween like thirty-seven times sure. over the la over the last five years. <laughs> and so I'm like, Fair. 
Yeah, and so I'm like, I, I, I'm going to watch it. Like, there's no way that I don't. I just, mm-hmm. I haven't yet. Well, speaking of watching things, Brandon, what are we watching next? Oh. oh. Actually, and that's a double segue. I didn't even realize. Yeah, you <laughs> fucking just all on it tonight, and I'm proud mm-hmm. of you for it. So, Justin, since you asked so eloquently, um, what we are doing is... This episode drops on what the twelfth is. Is that the day that this episode drops, Justin? Um, the eleventh. The eleventh. Okay, so um, that's right because eighteenth. So next Friday, October the fifteenth, just so happens to drop this little film that <laughs> has been, been highly for, for like two years. Yeah, highly anticipated. Um, Halloween kills. So what we're going to do is we're going to watch it. It comes out next Friday. Um, I'm going to watch it at least two or three times just to be fucking ready. Um, (laughs) If you guys, right. And if you guys who listen to this, um, either follow us on the Facebooks or um, a part of our discord community, what is most likely going to happen is I will go, I will brave the elements masked and ready to go. I will um, go and see Halloween in theaters most likely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I am going to also watch it at home on Peacock because I believe that's where it'll be on Peacock, correct? Yes. Yeah. So for those of you that uh, aren't ready to brave the elements like me, uh, it is available if you pay for Peacock. I don't think it's on the free version. No, but I'll pay for it. It'll be yeah, worth it. Mean, yeah, and it, like, it's cheap. Even the one with ads, like, I think it's like five bucks a month or yeah. something. Like It's not expensive. Just pay for it for a month. Yeah, that's cheaper than going to the movies. And they might even have a trial. Yeah. You never know. So what we're going to do is we're going to watch it mm-hmm. live in our Discord um, in the Discord channel so that we can watch it together. Justin, more than likely, will not be there. Um, but I will host this little event. Um, so keep an ear out for when we're actually going to do that. But yeah, our next episode will drop um, post-Mansion October 18th. And mm-hmm. we are going to give you guys the weekend to watch Halloween Kills yeah. before we jump right out and spoil it. But... Monday, October 18th, we're going to go all in and just talk about it. So that is what we're doing next. And I am excited. I can't wait. I've been waiting a long time for this movie to come out. Um, my, My biggest fear is that, again, they showed a lot in the trailers, as they did with Halloween 2018. And... Um, given that this movie was pushed back, pushed back, and we've been waiting on it, I don't know if it's going to be able to live up to the hype. But the the trailer, it looks like it's going to be just nonstop, beginning to end, action. So it's not going to be dull or boring by any means. Sure. I mean, the upside it, for me is that I haven't watched many of the trailers and shit. Like I watched the first one, obviously, mm-hmm. but after that, I've kind of stopped because I don't want right. to know. There one popped up and like I was telling you, I watched that trailer and I was like, God, dude, the first 45 seconds is just insane. <laughs> and I was hyped. I mean, yeah. 
a trailer should get you excited for a movie, but they don't like they, they they should tease it. It's supposed to be like, hey, we're gonna get drop you little, you know, little breadcrumbs and uh, lead you in. But yeah. they're like, hey, here's here's the sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> here's <laughs> you know, everything then, you'll see in the first twenty minutes of the movie. Thanks. Well, yeah, they did the same show with twenty eighteen. Like the creep, one of the creepiest parts of the movie is when he's standing in the closet. Yeah. Like that would have been nice to see in the moment, but that's it's okay. So yeah, next episode, Halloween kills. It's going to be excited. It's going to be exciting. Um, make sure you join us for that. Um, right. Watch it with us. If you, if you can, um, I will promote it through social media. So um, if you're not sure how reach out, if you are, then be there. Well, as we get out of here, why don't you just go ahead and tell them all the social medias, and then oh, we can might leave. as well. We're just going to wrap this up real quick. Um, mm-hmm. You can find us on Facebook at Pod and Gore Podcast. Um, we are on Instagram and Twitter at Gore underscore Pod. We um, are on the Slasher app at Pod and Gore Podcast. Uh, no spaces underscores. Um, you can email us at Pod and Gore Gmail dot com. Um, I've so anchor updated last time around and so those of you that listen on spotify they added a community aspect to it is what it says um i did we didn't get any replies to it and i don't know if anybody actually saw it but um it there was a poll like you can add add things to it so like yeah I asked the question, which do you prefer, Buffy the movie or Buffy the series? Mm-hmm. And I didn't see anything back for that. And then I asked the question, what episode would you like us to cover a cover in an upcoming episode? And there were no replies to that. But if you guys do listen to us on Spotify, there is an option. Uh, I'm going to start throwing things on there just to drum up, you know, anything and everything we can. Uh, yeah. It's kind of a cool... Um, yeah, there was, uh, zero votes. It's still up there. So if you have a preference, go ahead and throw it out there. Um, I think that's really cool. We just, if we, um, get some used. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's no shortage of ways uh, to get a hold of us. Um, if you enjoy what we do, uh, make sure you like, follow, review, rate us, tell a friend um word of mouth is huge um Mm -hmm. my little brother messaged me yesterday he's like hey um you know i'm listening to the buffy episode i'm like fuck yeah dude thank you so (laughs) much and then i got people at work they're like oh hey i'll check it out it's like that's awesome um our numbers are saying that you're not doing that but you know i appreciate (laughs) the words thank you (laughs) Um, makes you feel good until i realize you're lying yeah until you lie to my face but yeah, we uh, we want to thank you as always, and we will definitely see you guys in a week when we fucking talk Halloween Kills. I'm so excited <laughs> to see Michael Myers on the screen. I am torn only because of the fact that like he's always been the silent stalker, and this one he's going full on Voorhees and just murdering. Mm-hmm. And so it's we'll see. It's a lot see. more Tyler Mayne. Yeah, it is at like 70 years old or 60 years right. old. So I'm, I'm curious. Um, but we'll talk about that in a week. Uh, we will see you guys next time. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, we have been your hosts. My name is, My name is Brandon. Oh, oh, same time. 
That was you creepy. Were, yeah, you, you're like, I don't know. I thought you were going to breathe there for a second. <laughs> the, you're waiting for the pacing. You're like, well, yeah. what's he going to do? I switch it up every time. You'll never know. Uh, but thank you guys, as, as always. Um, my name is Brandon. My name is Justin. And we thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>